Day when God created the flowers by unknown artist. In the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning, the first day. And God said, Let there be a dome in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. So, God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome. And it was so. God called the dome sky. And there was evening and there was morning, the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years and let them be lights in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth. And it was so. God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night, and the stars. God set them in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the fourth day. And RSV. There is so much which could be said about the opening of Holy Scripture, the first verses of the Old Testament book of Genesis. And much already has been said. I merely want to make one observation of the text and discuss its significant import for us. God already had within Himself everything needed to create. Duh, you might say, it's God. Yes, and we need to unpack what that means. I will phrase it a different way. God called forth it which is already there. The opening statement of Genesis is there to communicate a wonderful reality, that the Lord brought order from chaos. God took what was potential and actualized it. And the Lord gave us understanding through creation to discern what is happening. Seeds are amazing. They have the potential to totally transform from tiny objects to large plants. Perhaps we take seeds for granted because we see the evidence of them everywhere. Yet, like God at creation, a seed already has within itself everything it needs to germinate, take root, break the ground, grow, and produce fruit. The end process of the seed's maturation looks nothing like when it started as a tiny little kernel. The seed simply needs to be called forth with the conditions of good soil and proper amounts of sunshine and water. The seed lacks nothing inherent to its very being. It already has everything it needs within itself. We are creatures, called forth from the earth by God. Each one of us, no matter who we are, where we have come from, whether male or female, rich or poor, black or white, introvert or extrovert, happy or depressed, privileged or underprivileged, already have everything we need within ourselves to grow, thrive, mature and flourish in this world. In other words, we lack nothing. We are not flawed. We are enough. We are already spiritual. Our spirituality is as much a part of our DNA as our biological self. We just need the proper conditions to grow. Sometimes when I meet a person for the first time and it is discovered I'm a pastor and a chaplain, they immediately believe that what I do is put religion into folks, as if people lack something that I must give them. However, just the opposite is true of what I really do. I simply call forth the spiritual nature which is already present in a person. 
Many individuals are not aware of who they are, unaware of the magnanimous spirit which resides within them, a resilient and loving spirit which is there to support them just as much as their literal physical spine. Greater than if you treat people as they appear to be, you make them worse than they are. But if you treat another as if he already were what he potentially could be, you make him what he should be. Greater than. Greater than Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Let there be people who see beyond the five senses and embrace the sixth sense of knowing the inherent worth and majesty of humanity. Let there be those who discern the potential of chaotic minds and hearts to become calm and rightly ordered around the love of God. Let there be believers who embody light in all their relational dealings and are unafraid to face the darkness within. Let there be compassionate ones who will wash others with living water. Let there be leaders who patiently and tediously tend to the garden of people's souls, providing the proper conditions for spiritual growth and maturation. Let us all call forth the good in one another, for God created and called us, good. And that is our name, good.